All right, so got my yeah. You live, you live. You can't. You don't have to mouth it. Okay. Like, you live, you live. <laughs> um, okay, so, cool. so how I got into podcasting was um, one of my friends, Castro. He has a podcast, and he mm-hmm. had been telling me that I should do my own podcast. Oh, okay. And I was just like, yeah, no, like I think mean, that's not something I want to do at the time. I was <laughs> doing like I was making a lot of posts on the internet about like how I feel. Mm-hmm. about certain things like I will post mm-hmm. about like how I felt about you know different different things on uh, Facebook or whatever oh yeah and, true and then um, I also had started making videos too like I had like started mm-hmm. talking on my videos and doing like Facebook lives and shit like that so mm-hmm. I don't need, shit. yeah just talking you yeah. know talking my shit you <laughs> yeah. know just being me like mm-hmm. you know learning just how to express myself mm-hmm. you know what I mean because I've always been like uh, suppress people my, my mm. parents and my relatives and everybody in school everybody's always like been suppressing me telling me like to calm down be yeah. quiet mm. like, um, but as I got more so, confident in myself and mm. my abilities and you know learning how to express myself I'm like you know nobody is gonna stop me from expression mm. so somehow some way I was just like you know I wanted to tell people about um my experience because at the time I was seeing a lot of these videos about um, molestation in the hood and like mm-hmm. all these girls were talking about you know they got molested and all these dudes being molesters mm-hmm. but I got molested by two females mm-hmm. so I was like alright you know this is going to be my first podcast my parents didn't know uh, I wanted to be vulnerable I wanted people to hear my story mm-hmm. and you know learn how to take better take care of their kids and who they trust their kids with and things like that because I was entrusted with both of these people who took advantage of me mm. when I was young. So, you know, mm-hmm. my first that was my my first podcast was about, you know, my experience being molested. Um, you know, that was like a big you know, big success for me. Mm. I mean, I didn't have any expectations. So, even if five people would have listened, yeah. It would have been you know, a big thing for me, but so many people had listened. Really? Wow. And I was just like, oh, I'm doing this. Mm, and uh, okay. I just kept doing it. And now it's been just over a year later. I think I put my first podcast out uh, December the 4th, uh, 2019. Now we're in 2020, a uh, year and two months later. You wow. know, I'm still podcasting. What, so. 2018? You mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, December 2018. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I'm still podcasting. So now, you know. Mm. And yeah, that's what's up. You are one of many guests of the show now. Mm. Um, Yay. Start. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell them about your vlogging and, you know, your incredible life? Okay, sure. Well, my name is Elaine, and I have a YouTube channel, I guess, and it's also Elaine with the period at the end. Um, and I just vlog. Uh, I speak about spirituality and, like, lifestyle stuff and just taking people on my journey with me. Can you um, spell Elaine? Because, one, I'm going to say, like, I'm not a great speller, mm-hmm. uh, and possibly other people that listen to my podcast. First of all, everybody that listens to my podcast is brilliant, but that don't mean everybody's <laughs> brilliant the same way. So can you, so people can find you, can you oh, spell sure. out where they can find you and all that type of stuff? Okay, well, it's spelled E-L-A-I-N-E with a period. So now that they know how to find you or where they can find you at, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about... Um, your spiritual journey and uh, what does it mean mm. to be spiritual to you mm. and uh, what what happened for you to have your spiritual awakening if you you know care to mm. share that um, a spiritual awakening 
I mean, like you were talking about the trauma. I think that's like what started it or whatever, like a long time ago. I mean, I had a crazy experience like with weed, but that's hard to explain though. What can you? uh, What do you mean you had a crazy experience (laughs) with weed? Like what happened? Like uh, let me see how to explain. Because weed is a psychedelic drug, you know, like. it's a psychedelic, so it changes your mind and it changes your perception of things. So. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Like, my perception. So, okay, so I was, like, smoking weed. I've been smoking weed since I was, like, 13. So, I mean, I'm 20 now. So, what, seven years or whatever? And um, and, and you're, you're a journeyman. <laughs> you're an experienced smoker. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, um, and then I don't know, I think after a while... I don't know, I would say maybe, like, these past two years when I was smoking, I just realized, like, my perception of everyone around me was, like, like, was just changed. Like, I was, like, okay, so the deeper and deeper I got into my high, I was starting to think that people were, like, my enemies, you know? Like, I was, like, looking at everybody like they weren't really my friend. Like, I was just thinking very negatively about everybody. And, like, um, like, people who I thought, or people who were my friends, I would, like, be around them, and then, like, after a while... Like, say, like, usually, like, I'm laughing and I'm real fun, you know, real talkative or whatever. When I would get, like, deeper and deeper into my high, I would stop being talkative. I would be, like, and I would just be deep, like, deep in my thoughts, thinking that everybody was, like, trying to, like, fuck me over. Is that because, (laughs) now, that sounds like paranoia to me. Yeah, I mean, I think that was definitely a part of it, but it was just, like, it just wouldn't go away. Like, every single time, and it was, like, I just started to notice every time I would get high, it was just like, it was just the same thing. Like at first, I was laughing, oh we're cool, da da da. I'm just high chilling, and then the more and more, like you know, the time went on, everybody just became my enemy. Yeah, um, I haven't had that experience with. No, I'm actually I have had that experience with weed. It's like paranoid. That's why I say it's like it's a psychedelic. It changes your perception a mm-hmm. little bit, you know. And that's why. Yeah. To me, smoking weed. What I like to was doing when I was smoking weed. I know that weed makes me paranoid. So instead of letting the paranoia take over me, I use I use weed as like a brain exercise, as a mental mm. exercise to see if if I can stay in reality and not let the paranoia or the misperception take over my mind. Yeah. So I when I you know smoke weed, I'd like I don't even uh, feel paranoia anymore. It's like oh, that's a, good. another feeling. But, yeah, when I used to smoke weed, I used to get, like, super, super, super paranoid. Mm-hmm. And then what I would realize when I would, you know, come down off that high, none of the stuff I thought was going on was, was going re- on. Yeah, exactly. Was like all in my mind. Exactly. So that's why I like, you know, and it's kind of weird. Everybody, like, smokes for their own different reasons. Mm-hmm. But that's why I continue to smoke because I'm like, I don't want something to be able to take over my mind. But mm-hmm. I want... I want that thing to, like, take over my mind, but then I want to have a strong enough state of presence to be able to fight that back mm. and, and combat that. And uh, Yeah. See, I've been, I was trying, because, you know, I was telling you when I was just in Toronto, like, you know, I don't know, maybe a couple of days ago or whatever, and um, I had that edible, like, you know, it was, like, you know, from, like, a cannabis store. So it was, like, a real edible or whatever. And um, 
I don't know. It was like the same thing. I was thinking like, okay, I'm strong enough mentally. I'm strong enough to a point where I can like, it won't be like my enemy anymore. You know, I can use it to like, you know, be creative and blah, 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 which it was. I was super creative. Like I did my vlog or whatever and I edited it real good and like everything or whatever. And like, I thought it was good. But then the more and more I got deeper into it, like I would catch myself, like my mind would like drift off and I would start thinking negatively about whatever, anything that wasn't even, and it wasn't even like it was really happening or it was really true. Or it was real, you know, I was just like, kind of like making it up in my mind Then I would catch myself like, wait, like, what are you doing? And then I would like bring myself back, but it all kept doing the same thing. And then I was just like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, I'd just rather be sober. Yeah. You so know? you quit? Yeah. I can't fuck with it anymore. But, I, I'm, but I'm glad that like I tried it because I've always thought like, oh, maybe, you know what I'm saying? I could try edible because like, you know, like ingesting it, I thought it could be like different than, um, you know, smoking it or whatever. But same thing so I'm like I'm glad that I tried it and I was able to you know just see the difference or see that it was the same for myself at least and that I don't need it anymore yeah you know yeah well I'm still partaking I love marijuana. yeah I mean do your thing for real yeah. <laughs> seriously because I'm it's because I mean my brother he still smokes like people in my family still smoke it's just I just don't think it's for me you know yeah yeah so, so let me ask you another question like so would you be in uh spiritual and all that like are you uh, are you a christian or no are you re- are you i'm sorry let me ask you, are you a religious person no i'm not a religious person i would say um i heard this thing uh with non-domination non-denomination non-denomination yeah, yeah. non-denomination i heard that recently whatever and i was like i feel like that's like um i think she said that it was um like you don't go to like a church or whatever but you believe in god yeah. like i definitely believe that there's um a higher power but i also think that um like all religions speak about the same like entity or deity or whatever you know what i mean when i say that yeah so i think people like all religions speak about the same like source i should say but they just have a different name to it and like a different book or a different you know place to go i think i mean i think they're all just speaking about like the universe you know they just say like oh this is god or this is allah or this is buddha you know because like i feel like the universe is what brings all of that to us it's just you just put a different name to it yeah i don't like religion because They talk about God as if God is dead Mm. or as like some uh, prehistorical shit. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, But the way that I see it, first of all, I I think that God, the word God has been watered down so much. People don't even really know what it is. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, because people just say, oh, God, this God, you know, Mm. God is just like watered down. So I'm I'm just going to use that for a lack of a better word. But I think God is as live. God is you know the and the spirit is the air you know like you know mm-hmm. we breathing in god you know like mm-hmm. the earth is is alive yeah. as, as well and, and mm-hmm. it's kicking i don't think god is something that is like some person that sits up on the on the sky and right. uh, put a check mark next to your name when you do something good or yeah. put an x next to your name every mm-hmm. time you do something bad and be like oh elaine is cursing uh, that's an x <laughs> To uh, February, what's the day? February second. Um, Elaine right. was down Center City cussing, um, <laughs> so I put an X so when I see her, I can remind her of this. Right, exactly. And I think that I think that we are gods, and I think that judgment comes from our. Your judgment comes from you because you know if you're doing right or wrong. Mm, like mm-hmm. when you're doing something wrong, you know. Yeah, exactly. If you're doing something good, you know. So yeah. I actually think that the god and the devil is like the same it's like like 69 mm. it's like yin and yang mm-hmm. it's like they go together mm-hmm. i mean just like everybody has a good side everybody has a bad side yeah i mean so 
just I believe that God lives in you, and so does the devil. It just depends on which player you playing with. You know what I mean? Isn't that the truth? You know what I mean? So I I think that uh, a lot of this stuff, people don't want to believe it, but is you are the controller of your own fate. You know what I mean? Exactly. That is so true. Seriously, that's so true. That's what it means to for me to be uh, aware. You know, Mm, aware mm -hmm. or to be awake. Yeah. You know, to be Mm -hmm. like like spiritual to be present yeah exactly and that's so important that's something i'm still like battling with like being present making sure i'm keeping myself because i tend to go into the future a lot like i tend to like fantasize about like the future and like what it'll bring and like what i'm trying to like bring into my life and you know what i hope is going to come and then i have to like bring myself back like okay we're still here you know like we're still like in the now and we just need to enjoy like where we are right now i I think there's a place for that though Mm. i mean like when it's time to be present and it's time to be aware. You know, I feel like you know. And mm. then there's other times where, you know, you could literally go off into the future in your own mind in a 4D realm mm. and, you know, plan accordingly. Mm. You know, so once you get to a place where you need to be present, when you need your full capacity of your power to operate right now to manipulate reality the way that you want to manipulate it Mm -hmm. those thoughts that you have going into the future once you get to certain places if you're aware enough something will remind you like all right you thought of this you dreamed of this you manifested this you're here now Mm -hmm. so you have to like you know insert your willpower Mm -hmm. to you know create your reality like right then and there yeah so like i think imagining creates reality Mm. so i think you always have to go into the future to create that reality but still have the state of mind to be present yeah too you know so Mm -hmm. like it's maybe that's what i'm trying to like figure out you know yeah no like let me tell you this um you see right now we're downtown center city Mm -hmm. and we're looking at you know all these buildings and like all this stuff at one point in time, none of this stuff was here. All this stuff was created in somebody's imagination before it was here. Mm-hmm. I mean, so imagining creates reality. The only way you get the reality is by imagining it in your mind first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like levels to this. Like, um, first of all, like your your uh, your cells, your 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 blood, your veins, all that stuff is one D. Okay, mm-hmm. and then two D is the density of your your bones, your uh, the stuff that's like right but like right after your eyes, like like that stuff is two D, and then the stuff is projected in three D. Mm. But your mind, your thoughts are in four D. That's a that's the fourth dimension. So you have to create wow. it there first, because hmm. because do you ever heard the expression nothing new? under the sun oh, i hear that all the time yeah so everything like all, all this stuff has already been imagined thought out and created mm-hmm. by god the personification of jesus christ mm-hmm. everything that we do all the actions that we take the only reasons why we're able to enact this stuff is because god did it first mm-hmm. so even when you being bad you being creative whatever the only reason why you can do it is because God says that you can do it. And I'm not talking about God from the Bible or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, all this stuff has been played out already. Mm -hmm. But we have the power to think what we're going to play out next and what we're going to do. So, and I think that people don't go but so far in life because they don't have the 
ability or the balls to dream it, mm. to act it out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. All like you have to. There's a place for that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. t- so for you to go in the future, that's real because while you're in the future, while you're in your brain, you know, it's vivid. You know, like if you really look, if you become aware and become the observer of your own dream of the the thing where you at in the future if you look down you can see what clothes you got on if you mm-hmm. look around you can see the buildings mm-hmm. if you paying attention you can see the people mm-hmm. i mean that stuff is real because your body doesn't know if it's real or fake because you can feel it mm-hmm. i mean like you feel that stuff when you're going through it yeah i mean so that's what creates reality the feeling and the imagining part makes it fucking real mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow, that's deep. So, and I think about that too, like all the time. Like I'll tell myself, like everything that I want to do, it all started, or anything that ever happens in the world, it all started from an idea. Like I tell myself that all the time. Like uh, when we were talking about how we're gonna go to the um, what's it called? The uh, open mic. Okay. Like the poem that I plan on like reading. If I end up doing it, I don't know. And like, (laughs) so um, like the idea of like that poem, or just like me just writing it in general. It all started from like the idea of me, because I mean, for real, for real, it all started from me wanting to be on a song, and that whole idea, you know, came just from myself. And like, I feel like I can like make that happen. You know what I mean? And like, just the fact of if I do end up being on a song with somebody, it'll just, you know, what I'm saying that was just all came from like my random idea, my random like spontaneous idea. And yeah, and just going along with it and actually making it happen for myself, you know, like bringing it into life. Yeah, and you could do that with your thoughts. Your thoughts create Mm. reality. Exactly. Like, have you ever, like, (laughs) I don't know, just thought of something crazy, like, and then it just happened as soon as you thought about it, like, oh, shit, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I just thought about that, how that happened. Yeah. That shit is because when you thought about it, you had so much intensity when you thought about it, the universe had no choice but to give it to you right now because you felt Mm. it right now. Wow. Like, hmm. so you, that's why they always say you got to be careful what you ask for and what you think about. Mm. And they also say you have so to true. stand guard, stand guard at the watchtower of your mind. Hmm. Even when people are projecting hmm. stuff on you, you don't have to accept it. Yeah. You can say, no, I don't, I'm good. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I reject that. Because mm-hmm. if you accept it, it might not be good for you. Hmm. I mean, so you are the controller of that. You know, like, that's why it's, important that people be aware you know like people think this uh, this shit is like stupid or it's too far it's far out there or whatever but you know these people it's like people walking around zombies like they ain't got nothing going on on their brain they whatever advertisement um shit that they seen on tv or something that they heard somebody else say like that's all they got on their mind Mm -hmm. they're not even capable of having their own thoughts yeah that's i think that's a part of the reason why i got rid of instagram because i realize that like all of or like yeah my thoughts were weren't even my own thoughts you know they were like from like a meme that I saw or a funny video or you know like an Instagram post of like some celebrity talking about whatever and I'm like oh I'm talking to my friend and I'm like oh yeah you know that funny meme blah 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 like my own thoughts weren't even my own and like now that I've like deleted Instagram and got off of that and like not you know get into that whole cycle I've been able to, like, you know, produce my own thoughts and how I feel about things and, you know, my own, um, I guess, uh, perspective of the world, you know, and not thinking about how other people think of it or, you know, like on the news or all of that other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and that's important that you have your own thoughts because they are with you for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whatever 
you're going to produce or whatever you're going to manifest out here like we need that like you know you never know whatever you do how it affects somebody else that you don't even know hmm. now, i mean you want to you do your vlogging now you don't know who that, who that is going to inspire or who watches one of your videos and then want to go to a place that you've been because they never thought about it and then they see it and then they're like oh that's a beautiful place and then they end up going there and having the time of their life mm. or whatever the situation is you know what mm -hmm. i mean like so i feel like we all have i feel like we all have a part to play i mean i feel so like true. some of us or a lot of us get shortchanged or robbed because there's people out there that know that they're supposed to be doing stuff but they're not doing it because they trapped in you know this mundane thinking this zombie mm -hmm. thinking like they don't have their own thoughts like they've been robbed yeah. of their own thoughts d due to media society society mm -hmm. yes yeah, they, they they society got them it's like a black hole once you in it's you can't fucking escape it. yeah you know what i mean like that's why like a lot of times yeah, you talking so. about uh social media i do i do do social media but at the same time like i don't do network media like i don't mm. do no tv like if i'm at the crib mm. the tv is off 90 mm percent -hmm. of the time like, yeah because i don't want people telling me how to think mm. or what to think about yeah and people don't even realize that's what's going on you know like this is all just a matrix you know that's exactly <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah it's just crazy it's just people have no idea like we're all being controlled you know unless you break out of that you're being controlled. And what are people being controlled? See, this is like stuff that I just learned in like the recent years. You know, Me too. Like we are all being controlled by special interest groups, which are these conglomerates of these big corporations that have an unlimited an unlimited amount of money. They control who who's in the office. They control, you know, the law. They control everything. Exactly. And they control what people think what we see everything literally everything like it's crazy people don't even realize people think like oh yeah i'm in control of my life blah blah I do what i want you're not you're not i think that's <laughs> called the zeitgeist mm. i think that's what that's called like when another entity is basically in control of your own thoughts mm -hmm. like people don't even know what their own thoughts are what their own thoughts are like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, like, mind-blowing. Yeah, mind-blowing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that how really you is. a whole person that's capable of thinking and you never think? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like, just imagine people who have, like, grown up in, like, Instagram and it's all they do all day is just scroll, scroll, scroll. You know, for hours and hours and hours just on Instagram. You know, looking at the same thing, the same people, women looking the exact same way. You know, and then, because I, I noticed this also, like, with, like, watching YouTube or anything. Like, I don't know how long this has been going on, but, like, women have been trying to all look the same, really. Like, all getting, like, BBLs. Not that anything's wrong What's with that. What's a BBL? Um, bot. I don't know what it stands for, but it's basically when you get like a fat transfer to your like ass. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like everybody and everybody's doing the same thing. Like, well, not everybody, but like you know, women. That's just become like a huge trend of like having the same body. You know, having a big ass, not like just being their authentic self or having a full face of makeup constantly, or you know what I mean. Like, not even being able to. Not that anything's wrong with that, but you have to love who you are and like what you look like naturally. Cause how can you expect somebody else to love what you look like naturally if you don't even love yourself? 
you know like if you can't look at yourself without you know having a waist trainer on or you know what I mean going to get that surgery or you know what I'm saying not liking your your little titties or a little ass or you know what I mean if you can't look at yourself and love yourself how can you expect a man or you know anybody a woman to love you and look at you like oh my gosh you look so good blah blah how can you expect that if you can't even look at yourself or even accept it you know what I mean like if somebody tells you like oh my gosh you look so good but then you're like nah I look all right you know what I'm saying whatever like no matter what they say you're not gonna accept it you're not gonna you know be happy with yourself because you don't love yourself but they could love you so much you know what I mean yeah no I know exactly what you mean like <laughs> I I, I kind of laugh at these um, a lot of these girls who mm-hmm. think like super highly of themselves, but they mm-hmm. fake they have on mad makeup they have like you know all this like you said waist trainers they got the the gut to the butt transfer <laughs> yeah I mean? like how do you say you love yourself when you have to have all these things that's really not associated with who you really yeah, it's, are that's not even you exactly that's it, not even you it's not even you so <laughs> when i say hi to you and then you say shit like bitch oh i got a man like one, I'm not even trying to pick you up. You look like a clown. Like, that's not real to me. I'm just, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Just being nice. Just being nice. Yeah. But you all hopped up on these, like, your insecurities is killing you so much that you have to tell me you got a man because you think you look good. I'm not really interested. Exactly. Like, not to burst your bubble, but. Like, mm-hmm. I like real girls. I like, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate real women you know and i know real women got like real sh- stuff that they going on you know y'all might like to eat you know you got mm-hmm. <laughs> might not be that tight i'm f- mm-hmm. i'm cool with the realness you know but That's i don't good. i don't like that like uh fake stuff i'm just it don't it don't turn me on like mm-hmm. i like girls that like they self regardless of what they look like yeah i mean like that's what really does it for me with a woman like mm-hmm. when she feels good about who she is about who she really because you can feel that you know what i mean you could feel somebody's confidence in their love for themselves but if somebody's like oh like you know what i mean like if somebody feels like they don't look good or they're not confident in themselves you can feel that also yeah. you know you can just sense it and it'll turn you off because it's like you don't know what to say you don't know what to do or you know what i mean it's just too much i don't know people just and this, that's just with society though like society's just fucking everybody's heads up like, like, just how Instagram and all of that stuff is just there to control everybody. And, like, you know, nothing, not that anything's wrong with it. As long as you don't have it controlling yourself. You know what I mean? Controlling you. Like, as long as it's not... Oh, sorry. No, no, it's good. It's crazy because <laughs> the other day, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, and I should have wrote this down, but I was thinking about Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then it just, like, it had blew my mind because I was like, wow, when people buy drugs, they buy it in the form of grams. You know, like, if you buy, you know, like a half ounce that's 14 grams <laughs> mm-hmm. it's called instagram like yeah. you can get an instant fix like you that know is I mean? crazy like, whatever you want to get fixed you get an instant fix and i'm yeah. like oh wow that's crazy like yeah. they named it properly yeah. like <laughs> this it, is really a drug right here like, yeah it really and that's exactly how people are with it you know what i'm saying like people are like oh what's going on instagram oh you know what i'm saying after you just were on it like nothing special is happening it's just crazy i'm um <laughs> like i me, I, I have a friend, and uh, you know, he's he's a handsome young man, mm-hmm. and uh, we was at the mall one day, and uh, he, I, I'm not sure if he liked the girl or the girl liked him, but he had said something. He was like, "Oh, that girl looking at me," and I turned. She was. She was looking at him, and she was smiling. So okay. I was like, "Yeah, why don't you go say something?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead, like go ahead, yeah. let's go. And he was like, <laughs> "Oh, he was like, nah." He was like, "She followed me on Instagram." 
I'll, uh, you know, say something to her on Instagram or something like that. And I'm like, she right there. <laughs> like, right. why are you yeah. going to wait? Like, yeah. and I see that people do that. Like, people will be like, oh, I'm, they know, he knows such and such. So, like, I'll hit him up through the page. And I'm like, but they right across the room yeah. for you. Like, why don't you just go say whatever you like, say hi or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. And, you know, I grew up, like, you know, when I seen people that I wanted to be friends with, I would just be like, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. Awkward and all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I made my friends. And now good, I, I couldn't even imagine, like, hoping that a girl is friends with one of my friends on the Internet to try to talk to her. Mm. Like, cause if I see you in real life, that's when I'm running down. Cause I feel like I got, I got maximum opportunity. Yeah. Like on the internet, I just don't feel like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to, cause when I'm like, when I'm engaging, I want to be able to feel you. Mm. You know what I mean? On the internet, I can't feel you. Yeah. Like I could, it could take me 20 minutes to type up the perfect shit to say to you <laughs> right. without no error. Yeah, like just be some smooth ass shit, mm-hmm. and that's not how real life goes. Yeah, that's so like, true. I feel like I have a better chance with females, just because of that. With people in general, mm-hmm. even not, not only on the female tip, like even on on a business tip or any type of tip, like because in real life, I could like just I could email you, I could text you, I could do that stuff, but everything I could text and email, I can also say that shit in real life. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like with this matrix that you're talking about, people only have enough balls to say shit on the internet. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, I think people just feel like they have a better chance. You know what I mean? Because, like, their pictures are edited or, you know, like, whatever. Like, the whole life is, like, edited into, like, this perfect, you know, like, oh, I'm perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'm beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But that's not, you know, real. That's not true. Because then when you see them in person, they're like, you don't look the same. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you looked a lot taller, like in your pictures or whatever. You're like, oh, it's the angle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was standing on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you can't even be your real self, and it's just I don't know. And that like throw everything off. I feel like because eventually you do have to meet them in person, right? Or that should be the goal. Right. But I, <laughs> see, I couldn't even imagine meeting somebody like off the internet that I didn't know previously. Hmm. I mean, because now, I mean, you got to think we live in a world where sex trafficking is real. Not that mm. anybody's sex trafficking me, because mm. I don't think so. <laughs> like, you know, I could defend myself. Yeah. Or I don't think anybody would. Like, <laughs> stick me in a van, but, you know. <laughs> not that that's funny. Maybe that's definitely not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah. Maybe, like, somebody would, uh, you know, maybe just want to, like, put me in the basement or tie me to, like, you know, a fucking brick wall or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's people out there like that. Yeah, it, so, it really like, is. Like when we meet, that vibe. I gotta like that internet thing. I don't feel like you can vibe. Yeah, that's internet. dangerous, bro. Like, bro, so that's dangerous. Like yeah. low key. Like now that we're talking about, it, that's really dangerous because you have no idea who you're meeting. N- no idea. Literally, and, and especially how people are getting catfished and stuff like that. Like you, you can have a whole another. You can have a whole gallery of pictures of somebody else that's not even you. A whole different name, email, all of that. You know what I mean? Never have talked to the person on the phone ever. Then you meet them. It's not even the same person. A whole different person. 
snatch you up, never see you again. God forbid. Never but, you see know. you again. Yeah, that's. I remember crazy. My, my sister told me one time that she met somebody off the internet. Mm-hmm. And I got so mad. I'm Aww. like, yo, is you fucking crazy, yo? Mm-hmm. Like, you met a nigga off the internet? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, it was fine. I was like, That's not fine. That's it's not fine. It's dangerous, man. It is so dangerous. Like, Yeah. But I can't even lie. When I first got out here, like, a couple years ago, because my grandma used to live out here or whatever, so I used to come here during the summer or whatever, and this girl I met in person in real life or whatever, and um, so she told me about Tinder, right? Like, how she meets her friends, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'll try it. So I got Tinder or whatever, and then I met I met somebody. And he was real cool. Everybody was cool. I met two people off of Tinder, but they're nobody that I would still talk to today. Yeah. Like, it was like a one-time thing. And it was like, you know, nothing bad happened, blah, blah, blah. But it's not something I would do today. When like You, you yeah. met somebody on Tinder. What y'all do? Did you meet? Because Tinder's for... Yeah, we smoked. It was this white... This white guy? Can I say that? Yeah, you could... On okay. my podcast, you could say whatever. It's okay. Unadulterated shit. Okay, well, I met this white guy or whatever. He was real cute. And like, um, like we were smoking. Like he was like one of those white guys who like, uh, like hood, you know. Oh, yeah. So I think that's what he made me like attracted. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and like, um, that's I think that's what made me attracted to him because I would never fuck with a white guy again or whatever. Hold so on, like, so you're attracted to wiggers? No, not after this time because I I never before this or whatever I was I was to like talk to my friends. I'm like I've never like dated outside of my race. Blah blah, blah whatever. I'm like, is that bad? You know whatever. And um, just because I grew up in, like, a predominantly black area anyway. So that's all I was around. But, um, yeah, when I came out here, I saw him on Tinder, blah, blah. Like, we were texting or whatever. And then we ended up meeting. And, like, we smoked or whatever. And, like, the more and more shit went on, we ended up dating, quote, unquote. Then we ended up having sex. Oh, wow. You had yeah. sex with a pink dick. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, yeah, I'm never doing that again. No, not that anything's wrong with that, blah, blah. I don't have any problem with, like, interracial dating, whoop-de-whoop, but it's not not what I do. Because oh, wow. it's different. Seriously, white sex is so different than black sex. I think white dick is different than black dick. You can Situation. elaborate on that. Okay, so for an example, you know, like, when you have, like, when two black people have sex, it's, like, just a chemistry. It's, like, a, like a rhythm. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, it's just like, I don't know. You just feel like you're in sync type thing. But, like, with white dick, it's so offbeat. Like, and it's just like, like, literally, like, you know how, like, people, like, say, like, you fuck, like, rabbits or whatever? It's, like, literally, like, like a fast, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, type of not enjoyable sex. That's how it is. Seriously. Or at least with him. I can't speak of, like, every white guy. Yeah, no, nah, we can't generalize. I'm yeah, sure exactly. I'm not generalizing. Right. Yeah. But he, it was just, because, like, you would think he would be, like, a black guy. Because how he was, like, presenting himself to me. Like, he had guns and all this. Like, you know what I'm saying? He hung up with all black people, whatever. He sold drugs, all this shit, or whatever. But when it came down to it, it was, like, so different. Ew. <laughs> it was so different. It was so, but I still kept, you know, having sex. Because I thought I could teach him. Or I could, I thought my rhythm could like mix with his, his rhythm, you know what I mean? But no, we were always like off. Like I would be like trying to, you know what I'm saying, slow it down. He would just be like fucking it up. I just couldn't do it anymore. And like plus, like his house was smelled disgusting. It's just I don't know. I can't speak on everybody, every white person, but he kind of blew it for me. Like he just like <laughs> blew like that whole like side of 
the might world. Try it, might try it out. Like. <laughs> yeah, like that was like my one time and one time only ever doing that. Like I'm never doing that. I'm gonna go back, stick with my people. Yeah, I've you know, had, I've had <laughs> sex with a few white girls too, and uh, you know, I'm scared to have sex with white white people. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I mean, I get it from like a black man's perspective. I get it. Get yeah, that. I mean, cause 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 you know, just cause of the shit that goes on. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, I'm. I'm athletic build. I have like a traditional black man build. Mm, I'm mm. I'm tall, you know, I'm strong and mm. uh you know, I just always had this thing like the first white girl I had sex with, she kind of like basically almost begged me to have sex with her because mm. I didn't want to. Like we was I can remember like we was kind of like kissing, we was making out and stuff and then she was like like pulling me on top of her and like you know, of course, I'm still a young man, so like, of course, I'm like, my body want to do it, but I'm aware too. Like, I've yeah. always been like a mm-hmm. aware thinker in my mind. I'm like, yo, this shit could go left, like, mm. real quick. But like, with any black girl that I had sex with, I never felt like it could mm. could have went left. Yeah. Like, I never felt like uneasy. Like, mm-hmm. I always felt like, you Cause, know, because black women don't do don't do type shit like that. You know, like when it's not necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's but like white people, white women have been doing that since the beginning of damn time. I, <laughs> Literally, the beginning of time. White women have been like lying on black men. And like you see how you saying like um, being in sync and being in rhythm, like you know, with like you know, black girls I had sex with, you know, it's like you know, like black sex, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like with these. It wasn't it just like, feels like beautiful. You know what I mean? It, it, it was like more so like we just did it. Like I never mm. like like I didn't like like wear like I wasn't like wearing them out because I'm like I, I was scared to have like rough mm. sex with them. Like it was real like timid mm. and gentle and then I always <laughs> had to be mindful, like, you know, while you in here you can like fuck this place up because yeah. somebody might want to come back and examine mm. and I can't be like oh yeah we you know we was like you know having a good time they yeah. ain't trying to hear that yeah so while I'm in here I have to be real gentle with the furniture in here mm. like, like you know, I was in here but you know see, I left it in, like <laughs> yeah I um, put everything back yeah in place. I put everything back like I didn't fuck it up you know it's like <laughs> exactly. it's nice and neat in here yeah <laughs> you know when you having you know sex with you know with your own people like I just felt more free. Yeah. I just felt like I could no I could worries. Fuck it up we yeah. Could clean it up together. You exactly. know, like I could beat it up. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, and I could, girl, oh, my pussy hurt, girl. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to hear a white girl say her pussy hurt from me. Yeah, you know, no, like, I feel you. Sound like jail time. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, and that's that's you. sad. But shit, it's not sad. This is what they do. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not sad on our part, but it's just like unfortunate because they feel like. I don't know. It's just fucked up that they feel like they can do shit like that. You know what I mean? I wanted to ask you, too, like, you being uh, intellectual, um, being very spiritual, um, what is it like for you? What is your perception of, you know, being black in today's time in America, you know? Because it is Black History Month, too. True. That bullshit. What you One fucking month? (laughs) But, you know, that shit is fucked. No, seriously. You know how much everything here, everything in this world is black history. You know what I mean? We did all of this. We built everything. And not to mention 90% of the people on the planet are brown. Exactly. You know, I think I read that by 2050, white people are going to be the minority. Or they're going to be extinct or some shit like that. So this is what you... And I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to assume... What you was reading is like so the ozone layer 
is getting thinner and thinner. And we have melanated skin. Mm-hmm. So when the ozone layer fucking disintegrates or evaporates, it's going to be hotter and we're going to be... We're just probably we're gonna get darker because it's gonna the sun is gonna have more of a direct beam on the earth if that makes mm. sense. So no, that makes so much sense. So like white people are kind of like protected by the ozone layer. It keeps them from mm. basically, bitch. You ever see white people on the on a beach without suntan lotion mm-hmm. and they get those big ass blisters yeah. and boils and shit like that? You notice black people don't get that. If you yeah. get a little sunburn, like somebody might not be able to touch your back. Ah, oh, come on, eh? But yeah. we don't be looking like all <laughs> yeah. crazy. Like, you know, we can right. be out Right, we look a little shit. dry, but yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. when the ozone layer evaporates, which is happening like literally like right now as we speak, they're not going to be able to be outside. They're going to be like... Uh, and I think white people know that. Their time is almost up. They, oh, yeah, no, they know. They know. And that's why, like, uh, they're talking about all the black girls that's being kidnapped and missing is because they're trying to steal their melanin. melanin. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I don't remember where I saw that, though. But, yeah, I don't know where I saw that. But, yeah. They even have, like, melatonin pills and shit like that to try to get the melanin, no, melanin. Like, in your DNA and mm. shit like that. But yeah. I'm not sure if it's, if it's going to work. See, like, pe- black people in America have been uh, terribly miseducated. Mm. And That's so true. Black There's a lot of blacks that think white people are the superior race. Mm-hmm. And are afraid. That's the that, when they say black people when they say people are still enslaved it's because they're enslaved mentally mm-hmm. they're not free mentally like they 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 don't believe in themselves mm-hmm. they think other people is better than them they think mm-hmm. that they're limited to only mm-hmm. do certain things like yeah. everybody from my view everybody is a genius everybody's smart everybody has you know brain power or whatever mm-hmm. but it's about exercising your brain power mm-hmm. and figuring out challenges and getting over you know adversity and shit like that and like you can do that mentally but because it's not easy all the time or because people have limited thinking they think that they can't the first thing they go to is they can't do that mm-hmm. oh this person could do that because of this and that no yeah we can all do whatever it is we want to do and so much more and like... so much more you have to acquire information Mm-hmm. You have to study. It's gonna be hard. You got you, this shit. You gotta work for it though. Nothing is really given. Yeah. You gotta earn this shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, so if you want to be smart, if you want to do something, you have to earn the right to be able to do that. You have to put the work in to do that. Yeah. Like so many, so many times, people just be like, "Oh, I can't," and that's because we got these fucking chains on our minds. Yeah. Like we're not saying that we can't. We're not putting in the time, the work, or the effort. So. Mm-hmm. Know, like that's one of the things like we gotta the mental prison is what we have to escape mm-hmm. know, that we are limitless like we don't have no fucking limits. that's what i'm that's what i tell myself all the time i was talking to my dad about that too but he just thinks i'm talking crazy you know i'm like I'm, I'm always telling him like oh we have no limits like we're limitless blah blah but i don't think he's like reached that point yet you know mentally of like damn i really can do all things and i think what made me realize that is when i like used to run at the gym like i ran like four miles one time straight and I, that was, like, my first time ever running that long. But then I just kept telling myself, like, I can do it. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I can keep running, just keep running, keep running. And then I finally did it, and I got to that point, And I was just, like, when I was done, I was just, like, damn, I really can do all things. And that's what really, like, made me realize that. That's crazy because running also was one of the things that helped me, too. Wow. Just to know, like, I used to love running. 
just to see like next time I'm going further next time. Exactly. Like even mm-hmm. if it's fucking five steps. Right. Every time I'm going further and further and further. Mm-hmm. And you know, I could get high from running. Like once I get in that zone and I'm yeah. like feeling good, like it's like mm-hmm. automatic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just I feel good. I I know I don't really have to stop if I don't want to. Yeah, and you really don't. Like seriously, if I if I didn't I didn't even have to stop at four miles, I could have kept going. And that's what I think of every time I stop running. I'm like, damn, I could have kept going. If you ain't like, <laughs> if you ain't uh, about to die or have an asthma attack or yeah. some shit like that, like you could have literally yep. kept going. Like. Literally, literally, because it's all in your head, and that's what made me. That's what it like taught me. Like everything is in the mind. Everything, everything. Like, all of the limits that you place in yourself is what you're giving to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing that to yourself. Nobody else can tell you you can't do something unless you tell yourself you can't do it. Then you won't. That's right. You know? Literally. And, and that's why I don't... That's why I say earlier, like, you got to stand the uh, watcher, your own thoughts and what people tell you. Like, you can't mm-hmm. accept everything people tell you. Yeah. Like, back in the day, like, people used to tell me I was ugly. And I'd be like, bitch, I don't believe that. I know that's right. <laughs> like I don't believe that, and then you know I started uh, as a direct, uh, you know, effect of that of my beliefs. I started dating girls that you know people, other people wanted, and was okay. wondering how I was getting these girls. And I'd mm-hmm. be like, "Cause bitch, if I believe, if I would have believed what you thought, I wouldn't be with her either." Mm-hmm. But because I believe what I believe, bitch, and I believe I'm handsome, and she think I'm handsome too. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I think like I'm handsome. I act like I'm handsome then, bitch. I'm handsome now yeah, at this point. Like. Facts. <laughs> and that's, like, literally with everything, literally. Like, if you believe it, then it's real. You know, it's true. Absolutely. But going back to your question, you asked me, how does it feel being a woman, a black woman? A black woman in America, like, right now, today. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, hmm, that's a great question. <laughs> I guess to... I don't know. Like, say, I, I don't know. I can't even think of how to answer that question. How do I feel? Like, cause how we were talking about, like, how I feel limitless or whatever. I, well, no, honestly, I feel very powerful. Seriously. <laughs> for all for I feel very powerful being here. Now that I've been able to, like, walk into my power. But if you would have asked me that a year ago, I would have felt like, you know, I don't know. Like, just a regular black girl. Like, you know, whatever. But now, like, in today or whatever... I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm in control. Like, okay, so boom. Like, where I live now, I live in, like, a predominantly white area, which I'm not very, I'm, I'm getting used to or whatever because of how I was telling you, like, I grew up in a um, black, a predominantly black area, so I'm used to black people. But now that I'm always around white people, I'm just starting to get used to, you know, having the stares or, like, you know, the looks, you know, like, my hair. People, like, look at me like, oh, what? You know what I mean? Anybody actually, can they touch it yet? No, hell no. <laughs> I'm glad they haven't or whatever. But I don't think anybody feels like they're that comfortable with doing that. Anyway. Are you crazy? White people will be like, oh, my gosh, is this, can I touch it? Yeah, I hope they don't do that. I'm like, oh. But, you know, okay, so, but, like, say, okay, um, at the gym or whatever. I'm always usually there's might be on, like one other black guy there. But usually I'm the only only black girl black girl there majority of the time, and like I'm always getting stared at. Like walking to the treadmill, everybody's always like looking at me or whatever. But I feel like um like how I was talking to you about like when I run, it just reminds me of how you know how strong I am, you know physically, mentally, everything, you know, and how powerful I am. And like, and like, I remember one time I was running, whatever, you an example. And I looked around, like I looked around the room and I was like, damn, I'm the most powerful person in this room just because I'm black. 
You know what I mean? That's like, a fact. And that's what, and I was, and as soon as, like, me even saying that right now, I just felt like a whole, like, wash of, or wave of, like, bliss, I guess. You know what I mean? To, and it's, cause, like, once you realize how much power you have, just having melanin, period, you just know that you can do so many things, and, like, you just have so much control over everything, anything and everything, not even just to be a controlling person, or not to be a controlling person, but just the fact of, like, you can make anything you want happen, literally, you are not limited to anything you want, like, if you want uh, that dude's number or whatever, either you go to him and get the number, or, you know what I'm saying, just wait for him to come to you, or, like, you know, keep looking at him, blah, 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 you know, he'll come to you, you know, like, just as an example of anything or just anything and everything. Because there's so many things. I can't think of a specific example right now. But there's so many things that I've thought of. And, like, like eventually, either that same day it happened or eventually it did. You know? I can't think of anything right now. But there's so many things that it was just like, wow. Well, any thought in your mind that perpetuates over and over and over again, your mind is going to find a way for it to happen in reality. They call that your. Oh man, I, I'm I'm a mess the name of this up though. Your rectangular activative system, or mm. something, something along those lines. I know I, I butchered it, but it's something along those lines. So I was like, mm. basically, like your everything. First of all, like perception and all that stuff is all in our own mind. So like mm. me and you right now, um, we looking. When, you know, two different uh, two different set of eyes be looking at all this shit. You would think that I see everything that you see because we got mm. the same view right now. Mm-hmm. But because of our past experiences and the things that we believe differently and how we set up, we don't see the same thing right now. Right, like right now, like looking at the shit that we looking at, yeah. we don't see the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you see something totally different. That is so true. That's so true. Because I can be thinking, like, oh, my gosh, there's so much traffic. And then you can be like, oh, it looks so nice outside. Like, it looks beautiful. Right. Like you know you, what I mean? <laughs> like, you could be looking at traffic or, or, or like, you know, I could be looking at, so like, like, any different thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, like, the things that you think, they become real. That's why I always challenge people, like, especially, like, with the music tip, right? Because music is so, first of all, music, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because of the, the music that they put behind, like, you can feel it. Yeah. And people, they, they rap these things, they say these things, and they believe, like, you know, their life might be fucked up, or, you know, somebody else's life is better than theirs, or they wish they had this, mm-hmm. and then that's what perpetuates in their life. Like, they never get those things because they feel like they can't have them. Yeah. But the people that actually think and feel like they can have certain things, they get them. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's exactly what I, That's exactly how I feel. Like... Because I feel like everything that's happening in my life now is because I told myself it was going to happen, you know, and that's what I want. And I believe it, though, you know, because if you don't believe it, like you could say, OK, I'm going to have, I don't know, this big house and five kids or whatever in 20 years. I don't know. And But if you don't truly believe it, like in your gut, in your heart, then, you know, what I'm saying it's not going to happen. And if it does happen, it's going to just happen just for like. And then mm. you're going to get it and it's going to slip right through your fingers mm. because you never believed that you could have mm. it anyway. The universe just lets you touch it. Wow. And, and then it just goes right through your hands. Like, mm-hmm. just anybody that's ever worked for anything that came from nothing, the reason why they got to where they got to is because they believed that they could have it. 
Like, it's people out there that believe that things can happen, and there's people out there that don't believe shit can happen. Mm. And those are the things that, that don't happen. Like, they don't yeah. that happen to them because they don't they don't feel it. They don't believe that it can happen. Exactly. I mean, and then the end of the day, they're going to be like, oh, I knew it was going to happen anyway. You that's why, I mean? exactly, that's why it didn't happen. Exactly. And that's why, like, we talking about our dreams, you know what I mean? Like, we don't, I mean, me... I tell everybody my dreams because I wanted to be out there. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be in the atmosphere. I wanted to be in the ether. Mm-hmm. But people can't shit on my dreams no more and make me feel like my dreams can't happen or make me feel like it can't real. Like, it can't become real. Because you believe it in so much. I be- Like, I believe it. Like, I can feel mm-hmm. like I know it's real. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say something, like, I fucking... I believe it. Like, mm-hmm. if I say I'm going... Like, I know I'm going to be a multimillionaire. Like, I know, like... I know that because I can mm. feel it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some people, and with my dreams that I believe, like, they used to be scary, you know? Like, I used to feel scared hmm. about them shits happening. Like, actually sleeping dreams? Or... Well, first, am I sleep? Am I sleeping dreams, for sure. Like, um, my... I used to have dreams that would um, scare the shit out of me. Like, I would have, like, scary dreams. Hmm. And because I was so scared, I would have to pee, but I would be paralyzed because the shit would feel like it's so real. Oh, so you had sleep paralysis? Somebody else was asking me that. I don't, I'm not sure if it was mm-hmm. sleep paralysis, but like, I will say this. Mm-hmm. In my dreams, them shits would be really going the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Like, for me. Like, what do you mean? Like. Like, they're vivid? I could fit like that shit was really happening. Yo, don't get me started on vivid dreams. I have vivid dreams every time I go to sleep. It doesn't matter how long I'm sleeping for. I have a crazy vivid dream every single time I go to sleep. But they're not bad though. Lately, like that I finally like I guess cut that cycle or whatever of like having bad dreams cuz I used to have some scary ass dreams, like some weird shit like but lately I've been having like some cool dreams, but I don't want to get too much cuz I I can talk about dreams. Well, we can talk about dreams. I, mm-hmm. First of all, I love dreams and, like, you know, I'm to the point in my dreams where, one, I'm I'm very, like, I could, I'm, I could go to sleep. A lot of people be like, oh, they can't never fall asleep. I can fall asleep like that. Like, when I'm tired, yeah. like, when my body tell me to lay down, like, I don't never, ever have trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, I don't give a fuck what's going on. Like, <laughs> My life could be on fire, mm-hmm. and I could just go to fuck to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to the point where, like, I'm trying to be more conscious of my dreams. Mm. And sometimes I am. Like, when I'm in my dream, I know that I'm dreaming. Ooh, and I try that's to, how like, I'm trying to be. Even though I know I'm dreaming, I haven't got to the point where I'm 100% orchestrating the dream. Mm. And that's where I want to get to. Yeah, like lucid dreaming. Like, I'm in the dream now, mm. and, and I know that is a dream, and I'm aware of the shit going on in the dream, mm-hmm. but I'm not the one controlling the dream. Yeah. I want to get to the point where I'm in the dream and I'm controlling the whole Me too. Dream, Me like. too. Me too. Seriously. Because what is <laughs> what is that? Anyway. What? It's called lucid dreaming. No, I'm saying like, oh. um, what is a dream? Oh. You know what's crazy? I've been trying to learn more about dreams because my how I was saying my dreams are so vivid. I've learned that... Your dreams are like a, um, it's like basically your soul. So when you dream, your soul leaves your body and it goes to like a different dimension or anywhere like in your like. So how I think about it is, well, people say that we're dreaming right now. And like when you dream, it's like your real life. 
I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> no, no, I can, I can go with that. I okay. Can go with that. So like, um, and I was talking to my dad about this too. So like, um, so basically, like when you dream, like your soul leaves your body or whatever, and it like travels, it can go anywhere. Like when you lucid dream, also, I don't know, I don't know if it's called lucid dreaming, but it's another way of like dreaming when you can like make your soul or whatever go to, go anywhere you want in the world anywhere really like you can make your make your soul go to jamaica if you wanted to you know go you know chill at a waterfall or whatever i tried to do that before but it didn't work so but like um but yeah like when you dream you just you know travel around anywhere and like when i dream so like for an example like last night i had a dream that i was swimming or whatever right and my dreams are so vivid it'll literally feel like um in the water like literally swimming like if i was swimming right now like so like when I was dreaming or whatever, and I was I was like diving into like this pool, and it was like super deep, and then I would like come back up and I would like like shoot out of um, the water or whatever, and then I remember like, I was like coming down, you know, and I was just like talking to the people who were at the pool with me, and then I, and then she was like, you were going up so high, she was like, yeah, you were going up like a hundred feet, and then um, I don't know, I don't remember like after that or whatever, then I woke up, but like I would have dreams like that all the time, I could talk about dreams all day. But yeah, I don't know. I think you're you're when you dream, like your soul is just going to like a different part of you. Like you can like I think there's like a whole bunch of different sets of us. You know how you talk about like dimensions? I think our like we're just in a whole bunch of different dimensions. Like constantly like a whole bunch of different dimensions like a or a whole lot of like parallel universes. Yeah, exactly. Like we're just in a whole bunch of different lives like in this very moment. Our parallel self or our different dimension self is in the same moment, but we're just in a different like world, different realm. Yeah, like a, a different reality. Yeah, exactly, literally, and that's why I think when we dream, we're just going to a different reality. Uh, and I believe that too, and that's why I want to get to the point in my dream where, just like I'm a quote unquote like awake now. Mm-hmm. In my dream, I want to be awake. Yeah, me too. I want to be able to like control shit too. Yeah, like because like. One of, one of the dreams I used to have all the time when I was young is that I was flying. And mm. it would be scary as hell. You mm. I mean? Like, and I, like, I always wanted to, like, even though I was flying, like, I wasn't flying, like, yay, like, like, mm-hmm. I was flying, I'd be scared, like. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> I would always, like, stop flying and, like, fall down. And right mm. before I hit the ground, like, I would wake up and shit. Oh, that's scary. And I was like, damn, like, I want to fly, though. Like, I yeah. want to be, like, flying and shit. Like, I want to be, like... Yeah, f- chilling. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. chilling, like, and be be comfortable and cool with mm, it. Mm. And I think, for me, what these dreams that I was having, to me, how I made it symbolic was, like, I was scared. And I was scared mm. of a lot of shit. Mm. Now, I mean, I've always been fucking scared of shit. Mm. But... Now I'm to the point where if I'm scared of something and I know that I'm scared of it, like I'm challenging myself to feel it it and do it anyway. Mm. Get on roller coasters, put condiments on my food, (laughs) um, you know, like whatever, like whatever I feel like is scary. That's what I want to do because Mm. I love this. uh, Now is not fear. Now, now is exhilarating. Mm. Like I love this feeling of being free hmm. and being liberated instead of being like yeah. scared and trapped in the box hmm. then like yeah i love it and i think that's probably what's wrong with like society too we're all like stuck in fear 
you know, of like taking that chance. Like when I quit my job, I was so like the only reason why I didn't want to quit my job was because I was afraid of like, oh, I'm going to you know, be able to pay my bills and, you know, whatever, whatever. But I didn't even realize I was setting myself up to quit my job because I kept saving my checks. Like, um, like for like months before whatever, I started saving my checks just because I didn't want to, um, I guess, I don't know. I don't know why I ended up doing it, but I wasn't even realizing I was doing this to set myself up. So I would be good for a little bit until like, you know, I found something that was like providing me that income, you know, again. And then like, that was the only reason why I didn't want to quit because I didn't have that steady income, whatever. Like I didn't have, but then I realized I fucking hate this job. <laughs> Like, I hate being here. Like, I hate seeing these people. Like, I hate dealing with the same shit. So, then I was just like, fuck it. One day, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to put my two weeks in, and we're just going to see what happens. And then, ever since then, I feel good. Like, I feel great driving past my job, seeing it's busy as hell. Like, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, I, I'm an advocate for people not going to places where they soul don't want to be. Man, you know I swear. I mean? like, and once you follow your heart, you just set yourself up for success. And that's what I'm saying. Like, people, all everybody want to be successful but don't nobody want to go through the process everybody yeah. just want to be like you know have 20 million and drop escalades right right now do, yeah right now exactly. don't nobody want to go through the process yeah but, um we got a wrap up it's almost been an hour actually <laughs> it's going to be over an hour in a minute oh wow um so doesn't uh, feel like it I, that's time flies when you're having fun that's so true so um <laughs> you got any closing thoughts you got any game you want to any any jewels or gems you want to drop on no, my our audience tonight. Um, I mean, on my YouTube, I always say stay up, stay happy, stay positive, and always keep moving forward. You know, choosing you. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, so that that said, we gonna we gonna wrap it up, and I definitely need to have you on for more spiritual um, conversations and, and talk about dreams because I would love to. You know, um, I haven't really found too many people that could talk about dreams and hmm. dreams is one i actually study dreams and you know wow oh yeah we have so much to talk about yeah we got so much to talk about so we're gonna wrap it up um you already know um love make always make love the first action you know no matter what you know love first and you know think about it later um again this uh podcast was brought to you in part by the good people over at Read minds, um, the people at Wealth Practices, uh, where love is always the first action. So, thanks again for listening, y'all. We out. <laughs>